Welcome to Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino, and I'm your host. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Fides is Latin for faith and truth, and that's what we do on this show is talk about truth and talk about faith. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, the great song that you're hearing in the background is my friend Frank Camp. You could find him on Spotify. Great song. This song is called Heaven Can Wait. But thanks for being here, and let's get right to it. Okay, and welcome to another edition of Fides Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Serino, and I'm here with Talent on Loan from Rush. And my guest today is, uh, I have a very special guest, really excited about Natavita Atien Mall. Uh, it was a little tough saying it, but how did I do? Did I get it right? Yeah, yeah, Etienne Mall. <laughs> Etienne Mall. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I I didn't have enough time to practice it. A very beautiful name. You said it's French? Yes, the Etienne is French. Etienne. Etienne is French. Okay, and so Natavita is from a group of the, that she's in, uh, responsible for called Stolen Voices. Uh, Natavita, tell me about Stolen Voices, how you started it, and what you do. Okay, Stolen Voices, actually, I started it um, in 2008, actually, it started with um, just um, me writing one poem, you know, um, mm -hmm. poetry. So how I started uh, with the Stolen Voices, that uh, one day I was, um, the God, God led me to watch a, an abortion on YouTube. And during that time, um, in around 2008, YouTube was like really unfiltered. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a very graphic um, type of scene and um, it broke my heart and I started to cry. And I actually literally like started to hear voices. God allowed me to hear the voices of babies crying, you know, preborn babies crying in the womb. And I just started to get the burden and I started to cry. And God just reminded me of my own past abortions. And I just started to, you know, weep and, you know, the burden um, was heavy on me. Mm -hmm. So I started, I penned my first um a piece, you know, it's a prophetic poetry okay. and it's called Stolen Voices. And um, actually it's, it's the baby speaking uh, from its perspective, um, telling the, um, you know, the mother, um, you know, how, 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 how this, how they feel, you know? So every year or, you know, every now and then God will just give me a different piece. Mm -hmm. And I started to pen them throughout the year. And um, when the, one day the Lord was telling, you know, put it on my heart that I need to make this into a book. And I had about over like 20 something pieces then. Um, so I started to compile it, started to put things together and I still started to add on to it. And um, in 2017, I tried to publish it with various people, but I just couldn't find somebody that would really be able to handle that kind of content. Mm -hmm. um, until recently last year, I found somebody that was able to help me publish it. But with throughout the years, I mean, I was, I, I'm a healthcare provider. I did most of my advocacies as, um, you know, with my patients. So I would actually encourage them to, um, you know, choose life, especially a lot of young women, you know, God would send a lot of young people to me, teenagers. Um, I would actually intervene. Um, I've cried out for many babies um, for them to live, including in my own family. And the advocacy just kept getting uh, stronger for me to, you know, speak out for the preborn children. And um, one day, when it was 2019, um, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, um, I need to start taking this more seriously. I need to take um, this advocacy to another level. 
uh, for advocating for the preborn children. So I uh, started a page called Stolen Voices in 2018, July, but I wasn't really like posting and, you know, getting into it. So that year when God told me that um, he was going to address abortion, that's when the year that New York legalized abortion until the ninth month. Mm-hmm. And, um, and all these pro-life um, um, legislators started to come up with the heartbeat bills and stuff like that. So God really kept his promise and really started to tackle um, the issue of abortion. So ever since then, I'm not, there's not a day that I don't advocate for the preborn children, not only um, through social media. I go to the abortion clinics on some, on some Saturdays. Um, I'm, I, I, we started another group called um, Pro Exit where... Um, you know, as a group of, of, of women, about three or four of us, we got together and we thought about, um, you know, how we're going to reach out the black community. So we put our heads together and then we actually, um, you know, do a lot of lives and we're trying to um, branch out to educate the black community um, in ab- about abortion, you know, and to bring awareness, you know. So I, I take I take advocating for the preborn children um, very seriously because I've had past abortions, so I know how it affects women um, in both you know all aspects. So I personally, um, this is my passion to end abortion in America, not only in the black community but you know you know uh, in every community as, as where abortion is. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that great. That's a really great story. And you're kind of laying it all on on the line there by being open and and forthcoming about your past and things like that. And, um, and I think that's fantastic. And uh, wanted to ask you, you you did start to talk a little bit about um, the black community, obviously, you're you're African American and um, within the black community, abortion is at, at massive levels. Um, you know, certainly Planned Parenthood was started uh, with very, very uh, dubious means, to say the least. How are you received in the black community with your message? Well, how I'm received is uh, with the black, I found a lot of things with the black community is that um, a lot of them do not, they're not aware about what's, how abortion is impacting on the population. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of them don't know the, about the roots of why abortion was planted. So it's like a, it's like something that's not mentioned, mm-hmm. but they know that it's there. And um, a lot of the black community, especially with um, the young women, when you talk to them about abortion, they don't realize that they're hurting themselves, you know, as far as, um, you know, we're the number one race in America that is being a severely impacted about on with abortion you know black women are five times more likely to have an abortion um already about over 40 percent of black babies have been aborted from the womb so um that's like 40 percent of our population has already been decreased right so but and this and it's been predicted by um 2038 uh the black population will be if if the rate of how we're aborting our babies will definitely drop below 10% and we won't even be effective in voting. So, um, you know, when I present those things, um, it kind of opened their eyes. And I also use another movie called Mahafia 21. Um, It's uh, with um, Life Dynamics. And it also presented about the, how the eugenics movement started with Margaret Sanger Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, with the um, 
birth control, uh, how it was used to control population and forced sterilization, um, and what led to um, Roe v. Wade. So I, I kind of present those who want to watch it. I present that I present them the move that, that um, the movie. But those that are ready to listen, you know, I've had people um, contact me. Um, and even with on, on via direct message. And when I start telling them about those things and start presenting these facts, you know, some of them do listen, you know, mm -hmm. but then you have the other ones that just, you know, they still choose culture, especially when it comes to voting mm -hmm. over the facts about what abortion is doing to the black community. Yeah. So, you know, you have like two sides of it, you know? Yep. Um, I, yeah. So can you repeat the name of that movie? I, I, Real oh, it's, it's Mahafia, M-A-A-F-I-A-21, Mahafia 21. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Um, how, uh, you know, so you, you gave me an idea of how um, the Black community uh, has responded. Um, do you think that the Black community is more pro-life than we think? Maybe they I, don't I, vote for. I, I think they are. Um, and I'm looking at my own family. I'm from New York City. Um, and um, I'm looking at even with the people that I know, they know abortion is wrong, you know, um, and very family oriented. But the thing is that um, they don't understand the, 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 you know, how it's hurting us when we put these pro-abortion legislators and we vote for them, you know? It's like, I know it's wrong and it's what is, is hurting us and it's killing a life, but I'm also, it, it doesn't matter because I want to vote for whoever I want to vote for, you know? So yes, they're very much pro-life. A lot, of, I, I find a lot of, of more of attacks don't even come from the black neighborhoods when I'm, when I'm being um, attacked on social media, it's really actually coming from, um, you know, uh, 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 different races, you know? Black community is the, is the least that, um, that, that, that come against me you know, with, you know, you have few, but not as many as I, you know, you think. And, yeah. I, and I find us, most of them are more receptive in hearing what we, I have to say um, and listening, you know, those, yeah. those, not the radical ones, but the ones that are, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's, that's really good to hear. I, I think uh, my perspective is, and, and it's just an assumption based upon what I see is those people that get angry and nasty and mean they're the ones that really truly do know it's wrong and they just don't want to admit it. And so, you know, seeing someone like you or you're posting, you know, if you post something, they get very almost violently angry. Whereas yeah. people, whereas people who are open to truth are seem probably are the ones that will listen to you. Right. And, and just yeah. say, okay, I'm seeking truth. Tell me, you know, um, so you're also, you know, you, you had mentioned you're a nurse practitioner spe specializing in, in family um, nursing, and you're also an ordained minister. How, do, how did that come about? Well, uh, <laughs> actually, got, you know, I, I got called me years ago and, um, you know, the, the call of my life had, has always been important to me. But, you know, how we get sidetracked. So, um, and I decided my, you know, with the help of my friend <laughs> in 2019, uh, we got ordained uh, with the Joan Hunter uh, ministry is healing and deliverance. And I saw how all of that correlates, especially with abortion. Um, a lot of women, it's a, tra a traumatic experience. And, um, and I'm using, um, you know, what God put on my heart to help, you know, um, be a healing tool 
you know, for women to help them heal, especially with post-abortion um, and to, um, you know, I, I believe in healing the womb because, you know, every time somebody has an abortion, it leaves you barren, it leaves you empty. So, um, you know, we do have to fill that, that void some way, somehow. And I, and I, and I bring the gospel to, um, people. I believe that if, if the soul is saved, they will actually view the child in the womb as, you know, through the eyes of God, you know? Mm -hmm. So I always believe that, you know, the most important thing is somebody's soul being saved, you know, yeah. it's to save both lives, not only the life of the baby, but also the life of the mother. Right. So that that's that's how that's why um, it is very important for me to incorporate, you know, God in everything that I do, including uh, my advocacy for um, against abortion. Right. No, that's excellent. That's excellent. You know, it, it's interesting. And I, I'd be curious to know your your comments. And the reason I asked about the black community before, obviously, because they're 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 uh, so greatly affected by abortion and the beginnings of uh, you know, with the eugenics and things like that. But when I also look at the black community, I, I see, you know, generally speaking, it seems the black community is a very religious community, yes. very family oriented, you know, you know, it's, it's, they take their religion, their church, their pastor, their minister, they take them very, very seriously. And that's a good thing, obviously, that's, that's my point. And, um, and I, I feel like if we can change what you do, what you're doing and change even just the black community into voting properly, that changes everything. Are, are yeah. those, what do you think? Am I right? Wrong? I, I definitely agree. And, and you're saying what you said was very, very on point, especially with the religious standpoint. And I really believe the doorkeepers of all of this is the pastors mm -hmm. trying to reach the religious leaders. If a lot of these, you know, the pastors, we, some of them, we get a lot of resistance from them because they just refuse to preach against abortion, you know, and we had that Raphael Warnock <laughs> mm -hmm. in Georgia, yeah. Um, I, I remember when he was running, I was hitting his page hard. I was trying to educate a few people. Um, you know, I've been on, I went on his page a couple of times, um, trying to wake people up and telling them that this guy is not good for the community. He's a fraud. Um, and, and believe it or not, a lot of the black pastors were supporting him. And I just don't understand, like for the life of me, how could they support a person that says I am pro-choice i am pro-abortion i you know it's like it doesn't balance out because you know god jesus is 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 life he's pro he, he's pro life you know and he said he came to give life he came to give life abundantly you know so how could you support somebody who wants to destroy life mm -hmm. so i believe that if we can reach the pastors and we can reach um the religious leaders um in the communities we can actually change the whole facet of of, 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 of this whole thing. We can actually reach the, 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 the congregation, you know, because they can present this message to them, you know, yeah. very few black pastors, you know, pastors in general, but especially in the black community want to even talk about abortion. It's like taboo mm -hmm. for them to talk about abortion. Yeah. So I really believe that that is one of the key thing into reaching the black community is to, um, get to get, get, go through the churches, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and it's not just, you know, what's interesting is, you know, so I'm Catholic and even within the Catholic church, while, while they certainly talk about abortion, it's kind of danced around from a political respect. You know, they, they, you know, they don't really want to take a hardcore stance when it comes to voting. And, um, you know, that they also always say, well, there are also other issues. Yeah, well, that's what I get. <laughs> right. You know, well, 
okay, yes, there are other issues. There's no other issue that is to this level, not even close. Yes. So I, I, I feel your pain and um, I'm certain though, that there are plenty of, of very good pastors certainly out there. I, I've had some on my program. Um, they're great people doing great things. So um, we'll hopefully make a dent um, into it. And actually our, our president is Catholic and I had people <laughs> who were Catholics for Biden and some of the very first acts he does as president is to enable and further abortion. Right. And it's, yeah. you just throw up your hands. It's really sad what's happening. Really, really sad. It's, it's, it's very sad. Um, the, the uh, quality act that just, uh, is going through, uh, the Senate right now, uh, is very concerning and a lot of family issues. So, uh, not to be that, thank you for being here. Tell us all, all my audience, how they can find you. Um, your website is really great. Tell us about the website, uh, Facebook and anywhere we can find you where people can learn more about you and get your book, Stolen Voices. Yes. Oh, my, my, my website is stolenvoices.net. Um, you can find my book there. I also have an online store, uh, which features a lot of the products from Stolen Voices. Um, and, I, I, and also uh, I have my, um, a brief pod, um it talks about me as a teenage mom okay. and what I went through and how I overcame things. And also Great. I have like um, where you can contact me, my email, if you want, uh, you know, if I'm, I'm available for speaking engagement. Okay. Um, also, um, I so also have like two little video clips of uh, babies, um, you know, who are given their um, abortion stories, you know, so mm. it's a very good, and it has resources of women who need uh, help where they can find it. And also you can find my book um, through amazon.com, Stolen Voices. I also, it, it is available in e, um, ebook. Okay. And also you can contact me directly through email. I usually keep a couple of copies here for people who do not use um, Amazon or, or, or the web. They can also contact me and I can also ship them a book. Okay. Uh, and-, and I'm actually going to be um, going to this um, Montgomery County. We're having a um, pro-life event uh, with uh, Montgomery Council, uh, uh, Montgomery uh, Republican Council women. Okay. Um, Abby Johnson is going to be there. Alan West is going to be there. So it's going to be a great event. So um, awesome. I was invited there. I just joined the council. So, <laughs> so yeah. So Excellent. I'm to, they're very awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So when is that in Montgomery County? It, yes. It's, um, it's uh, March uh, 19th at 6 p.m. March 19th at 6 p.m. Okay. Um, so again, stolenvoices.net. Um, I have your, e- your email. Want me to give that out? Or... Yeah, yeah, you can get that out. Yeah, so it's stolenvoices18 at gmail.com. And the 18 is the number 18. Stolenvoices18 at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of Net- Netavita uh, and reach out to her or go to the website, stolenvoices.net and definitely get the book. Um, I'm getting mine. Uh, very interested in reading it. Uh, sounds excellent. Great stuff. Thanks for coming on. You're uh, you're very inspiring. Love what you're doing. You're out there fighting. It's like it's like another soldier out there, right? Oh yes, yes. We we have to be because you know life is very important. Um, uh, as far as you know, the babies they can't speak for themselves. Um, I and I find it dynamic that the God gave me that. Um, you know the the name of that ministry is Stolen Voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, I speak for babies that were aborted, babies that are in the womb and the ones to come. So it's, you know, they, they're vulnerable. 
um, and we have to stand up for them and we have to fight for their for their lives at all aspects. Yeah. And, and yeah, we're, we're fighting for them. They can't fight for themselves and that's great stuff. So, um, all right, Natavita, thanks so much for being on, uh, check her out, uh, definitely get the book and check out her website and thank all of you for listening to this episode of Fide's podcast. Uh, I appreciate you being here and we will see you next time.